He's Corey Graham. I'm Mark Mijot. This is a very, very, very special episode of Rearview Theater. We're going to instantly react to the brand new trailer for The Matrix Resurrections. Let's go. The first emergency pod in MCTV history has to do with The Matrix Resurrections. We got our trailer today, Corey. It's being released December 22nd, 2021, after many, many delays. And this is our first time actually chatting about this trailer. First, I'm going to say all the delays I think are kind of worth it, man. I absolutely love that two and a half minute trailer that was dropped today. Yeah, it looked it looked really cool. Um, I'll be honest, like I'm so out of the loop with The Matrix. It feels like I probably haven't watched that movie since, gosh, early 2000s. So it was like a bit of a trip seeing it all again. Um, I'm trying to remember how things ended where we're at. But man, seeing him like think it's all a dream and I, yeah, I'm I'm in. This looked really cool. Yeah, it was a movie that really, it kind of just grew and it became a phenomenon, right? Like I remember when it first came out, it not being a big thing, but that that was an early like... You know, when you got your first DVD player, that was one of the first ones you bought, right? And that was one of the early just home video kind of purchases. And it kind of really grew from there. The sequels weren't the greatest. I think we're both in agreement for their Reloaded and Revolutions. There is also the animated series, the Animatrix. But this kind of seems like it's more of a direct sequel to the first one. Not ignoring what happened in 2 and 3. But we've seen this in Hollywood, most notably recently, that the Halloween movies with Mike Myers, they're kind of skipping the six that came after the first one. This seems like a, a true sequel. I'm sure you remember how the first one ends with Neo flying off into the sky with Rage Against the Machine playing. Yeah. I don't think we're going to pick up right after that, but it looked absolutely astoundingly beautiful. It did. And I think that's the best way to do it, too, because let's be honest, the first one was a phenomenon. The other two, well, I, I think your viewership fell off heavily as they went along. Yeah. Like, I know I never saw the third one. I watched the second one and just kind of was like, oh, this is, this is too weird for me. I'm out. So um, I think it's great going back to seeing all the characters again. I think it's great. The one thing I, I don't quite get the whole Morbius thing of why he has to be younger. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a reason for it. Uh, at this point, I don't love it. I want to see Lawrence Fishburne, but I mean, one thing I'm happy about Mark is we're not. Uh, maybe we will. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like we're not getting. Oh, we're rebooting this franchise, and we're going to have his son, or we're going to have a younger person take over. Unless it's Morbius, then then okay, at least it's not Neo's kid. Because how yeah. many times has that that troop been done? Like, okay, now your kid's taking over. Here we go. We're going to pass it along. So I'm glad it looks like we're not getting that. Yeah, and Lawrence. Fishburne has said multiple times, like, I'm not involved. Uh, there's no ill will. I, mm-hmm. He's been very complimentary of of the Wachowski saying, I'm not involved, but I wish them all the success. And uh, we were chatting maybe a couple weeks ago how Michael Keaton is going to be asked about the Flash yeah. movie, every interview he does for the next year. Lawrence Fishburne isn't even attached to this, and I imagine he's going to be asked about this movie sure. every single interview he does until December. Uh, but it looked like Young Morpheus is going to be a thing, and I wonder if it's going to be a type of reboot on the fly, you know, because movies can't just be made one now. We've got to build that universe, build those sequels. And a coworker of mine brought up this theory today, how it maybe seems like after the events of The Matrix 3, we'll just call it that for to keep it simple. I wonder if there's a part of Neo that just rebooted himself and just wanted to live a quote unquote normal life. Like we got to see the red pill and blue pill again in this. So I wonder if that's part of it where he just hit reset and like, no, there's no agent Smith in this, um, or at least that we know of right now. So I wonder if that's maybe what we're going to just, you know, 
a reboot on the fly. Yeah, and maybe that's it. Um, and I think I said Morbius, not Morpheus. I'm too many characters in my head <laughs> that's um, true. kicking around. But yeah, like like it does kind of feel like that from the beginning, where he's talking about he has dreams that seem real. It's almost like he forgot it all, or his mind like got himself mind wiped to forget all that, and then it's been slowly coming back. And then when he he runs into um, oh man, my character names are all out of there, but like Trinity, right? Trinity, Trinity. There, thank yeah. you so much. They, yeah, like we uh, we've met before, right? And like both their looks, it's like. It feels like everything that happened got erased somehow, whether it's just for them or if it's something to do with the pills or whatever it is. But it feels like it's kind of that that nagging thing of deja vu. But, Mm -hmm. you know, why? So I'm interested to see how this works out. Yeah, we've seen sequels kick up, you know, 10, 15 years later down the road. Heck, even in recent memory, we've seen sequels 40 years after the Mm -hmm. case. I'm talking about like Blade Runner. Blade Runner 2049, 40 years after the original Blade Runner. But I'm really optimistic about this because it is, it's not both Wachowskis, but it is one. Mm -hmm. I'm glad Lana Wachowski is doing this movie because like they know those characters, you know, they created those characters. It's not like handing off the baton to someone else who, again, those, those movies can still be fine, but this is a brainchild of the original creator. And I'm glad at least one of the original creators is coming back to do this. Me too. And it feels like this has been long talked about too, that it's almost like they were waiting to make sure they got it right before they did it. And I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the case or if now it's just like, now is the time to do it. Cause a lot of reboots are happening and let's do it while we can. While he's, I mean, while everybody's still in shape enough to do this at their age. So I'm not sure exactly what it is. Is it the waiting for the right script? Is it the cashing in on the time to do it now? I mean, either way, with the amount of time that's passed, you hope that they've got this right. I, and I'm with you. I feel like with the Wachowski involved that it's probably got it right. Yeah. And it could also be a situation where just maybe now technology is caught up to sure. where they could actually do what they want to do. You know, um, Steven Spielberg has spoken about how Jurassic Park, they kind of waited till they finally had the tech to do Jurassic Park. And mm-hmm. James Cameron has talked about that for Avatar. Like, I've been waiting to do this. Now we can finally do it. Because I've already said a few times, man, like... This movie looks absolutely gorgeous. I watched the first hour of the original one, maybe a week or so ago, and it's it does feel kind of dated. It sure. certainly feels a little late 90s, early 2000s, but think about just how revolutionary that was at the time. Like the first bullet scene where, you know, mm-hmm. Trinity jumps in the cameras, like the NFL adopted those yeah. cameras. That's yeah. how revolutionary it was. So I wonder if just tech has finally caught up where they can realize, oh, we can... Maybe we didn't have this plan 10, 15 years ago, but we can do this now. And also, you know, technology, all that stuff advanced. Keanu's had quite the renaissance over the oh, last sure. 10 years. So I, so I wonder just how much that helped push this over the finish line. Yeah, I mean, you look at what he's done with John Wick. I mean, he's gone back to the Bill and Ted even, you know, like he's gone back and done some things. And he seems to be a guy that... You know, we always talk about fan casting. He's a guy that seems to get fan casted in everything in Marvel. Yeah. To be, oh, this is they're waiting for the right spot for Keanu Reeves. Well, maybe this is the right spot for Keanu Reeves. Doing the Matrix again. Keep going, John Wick. Like maybe he's had his own renaissance outside of these massive things. They've kind of created his own two sort of massive franchises. And whether or not this is the start of a new one or a closing of the chapter, I mean, I assume they're going to make more because it's going to make money. Yeah. So I assume it's the start of a new one. Whether or not he's in it long term, I feel like he eventually could become that morpheus character right where he's the one that that works for the younger person but again i'm glad we're not seemingly getting that here we'll get to that later 
They've kept a lot of stuff under wraps about this movie. The title was just released maybe a couple months ago. It was a working title, The Matrix 4. But one character that really had people questioning what they were going to be was the Neil Patrick Harris character. Mm -hmm. And right up front, you're given Neil Patrick Harris. So again, we've only seen a two and a half minute trailer about this. But I'm really interested to see how involved his character is. Uh, whether or not we're supposed to trust his character. He's a looks like he's a therapist of some yep. sort working with Neo, but I think Neo is called Thomas in that trailer yeah, right up yeah. front. So I wonder how involved he's going to be because speaking of, you know, actors that have had renaissances in the last 10 years, the last 15 years for Neil Patrick Harris has been a huge boom with the Harold and Kumar, How I Met Your Mother, that kind of stuff. So were you as intrigued as of Neil Patrick Harris as I was in that trailer? I was. I'll admit, I forgot he was in this movie. Yeah, like, see, totally, and that's probably on purpose, right? Yeah, like I totally forgot about it. And and you're right, he had a renaissance, but it feels like I haven't seen him in much. And I know he's done some different TV stuff, and he's done some. Mm-hmm. I think he's done some writing and stuff on some shows. But since How I Met Your Mother ended, I can't say that I've watched a lot of things with him in it. Um, so yeah, it was cool to see him again. Kind of immediately when I saw him, I'm like, oh, look at that, Doogie House is a doctor again. <laughs> like, I, you know, the majority of our audience probably is like, huh, what? But. You know, I'm of an age where I remember him being a kid doctor. So it was kind of cool to see that again, too. Like, not that character, but that sort mm-hmm. of type of role. It was kind of, kind of brought you... Maybe that's part of it, too, off the top of the trailer. Like, we're bringing you back to Matrix. Let's just remind you that's this guy, too. <laughs> For me, that trailer did exactly what it was supposed to do. It got me excited for a movie. We've yeah. talked about how sometimes trailers are just released because they'd have to release something and I'll use Spider-Man as the example. We were both in for No Way Home regardless mm. of what that trailer looked like. I was kind of in for The Matrix Resurrections regardless of how it looked, but I got really excited about that. A really good use of music as well in that yeah. trailer. Yeah. Um I think that accomplished what it was intending to accomplish. A weird time to release it at middle of the day on a Thursday mm-hmm. before NFL. I wonder if we're going to see it a bunch during the football game later tonight. Uh, but did that kind of get you a little more f- f- fired up for Christmas 2021? Yeah, absolutely. I'll be honest. I mean, like I said, I never saw the third Matrix. So the Matrix 4, I was, I'm interested in, but I was like, eh, I don't know. But after watching this, I'm like, man, I'm back. I want to see this yeah. now. Like even just watching the, the numbers again, you know, in, yeah. in three dimensions as opposed to like the two dimension screen it used to be like, and I know they've, they've upped it a bit since the first one, but I just remember how cool it looked in the first one, but it was all like on a screen type thing. So now, now it feels like you're jumping into it. And again, technology's caught up a bit more. Um, so yeah, like I I went from sort of, man, they're doing the Matrix 4 to being like, I can't wait for Matrix 4. So it yeah. worked. Yeah, their, their marketing team is working overtime right now. And we'll probably get a couple more. Well, actually, I don't know if we're getting a couple more. This yeah. movie comes out in three months. That's yeah. relatively quick when it comes to show business, right? Like, we'll be talking about this o- over Christmas a bunch. Uh, kudos to them for keeping so much stuff uh, yeah. tightly wrapped up in it. Like, nothing is really leaked from this. And maybe it has. We're not just looking in the right places. But uh, what was supposed to be one of the bigger movies of 2021, it's kind of been kept under wraps. And I think today it kind of, quote unquote, broke the internet. And it's interesting with all the attention on all the Marvel stuff and, and you know, Spider-Man coming up and all that stuff. Like, it feels like there's been no sort of attention to this at all. And yeah. Right. It just, it pops up. They mentioned, oh, the trailer's coming. They showed the images earlier this week and the trailer's coming Thursday, so be ready. And it was like, oh, yeah. And then it, it really did dominate today, which is, um, you know, I, I think kudos to them, like you said. But, um, yeah, with all the attention on everything else, it's almost like they were able to sort of, you know, kind of hide a little bit. 
it seems just like the first Matrix movie. Yeah. Kind of came in quietly and then built and built and built momentum. We'll chat more about it on our News Dump episode, but I would bet you that the Matrix actually saw the original one, saw the box office grow after the opening weekend to the second weekend to the third weekend. You don't really see that anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. Marvel movies kind of, you know, peak in that opening and then slowly decline. Sure. Movies don't really grow anymore. And I think The Matrix was maybe one of the last movies to actually grow at the box office. And especially in home video, I think that's really when it took off. That's right, kind of when DVD players were taken off. And hell, that was one of the first DVDs that uh, that I bought. And I think I bought it on Blu-ray. So I'm very excited for this movie. And yeah, that trailer, it was a pretty good trailer. I'm going to watch it a few more times probably. Yeah. Yeah, the word of mouth generation is kind of not quite the same anymore, right? Yeah. Like it used to be, hey, my buddy saw this. It's really good. I go check it out. Okay, but now it's like you can just go on the internet and IMDb or watch a trailer or <laughs> yeah. go to Rotten Tomatoes and sort of make up your mind before you even go and before you even invest yourself in the film. Yeah, awesome. So we want to get an instant reaction just down for this trailer while our thoughts are still fresh. We'll have a regular news dump episode releasing over the weekend. A lot of stuff, especially from the video game world, mm-hmm. we'll be chatting about, but a couple more trailers we want to chat about, but just wanted to get this out when we refresh. Corey, enjoy NFL tonight. Enjoy your next couple of days. We'll chat Sunday for our news dump episode. Looking forward to it, Mark. Thanks.